This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production. Hi guys, I'm so excited to have all of you join me today. Today's episode is all about following your dreams featuring Dr. Arif Pirali, a former dentist turned one of the most successful trainers and coaches in Pakistan. Currently the global manager of Aga Khan University Hospital, he has helped more than 10,000 professionals upskill for better productivity and performance ever since trading in his dentistry practice more than eight years ago. Today, he shares with us his awesome and humbling journey from being a recognized dentist to starting all over again and pursuing his dreams of having a flourishing career in learning and development and transforming himself into one of the top authorities in his industry today. Before I begin, I would like to thank my podcast management group, Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, and my producer, Jamie, for this wonderful opportunity to share this inspiring conversation with the rest of the world. Are you ready now, guys? Let's start! This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcast and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. A feel-good podcast filled with beautiful thought-provoking reflections. What is it in your life that you want to become? Who do you want to be? and inspiring soulful stories to help you become your authentic, unapologetic, grandest version of yourself. Your own hashtag best me ever. You begin to ask yourself why. You find yourself lonely, depressed, feeling unworthy, unloved, doubting yourself, and asking this question. Why me? Why? Did it have to happen to me? Hosted by Global Master Coach and international best-selling author, Mike Sellis. Hi, Arif. How are you? Hey, Mike. Hey, everyone. I'm good. How are you? All good. All good. It's so nice to finally catch up with you right now. Same here. Same here. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you for inviting me in your podcast. I was actually looking forward to that. I'm really humbled to be here. 
how can I not invite you when you're one of the top trainers in Pakistan? That is that Almighty has been really kind to me in this particular aspect. Just curious, how was your childhood like? Belonging from a subcontinent in a middle-class family, my childhood was pretty much as all of you have had certain challenges, certain opportunities. No particular high or low stories when I was a child. What was your childhood dream then? That's pretty interesting because my father is is, is a chief financial officer and uh, I always, I don't know, maybe it's because of the aspiration I took from my father. I always wanted to become, a, go into finance, um, do my chartered accountancy or something on those lines. How did that change? Because right now, for, for the sake of our listeners, uh, you're actually a licensed dentist. So what happened in between? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that's that's a long story. Uh, as I said, that my aspiration was from my father, but um, then you have your certain strengths and weaknesses, and I was pathetic at maths and algebra. So my that that dream shattered a long time ago. I had a chat with my father that that this is not happening, and we have to do something else. We need to understand some about the the economical limitations and the geographical limitations of certain areas. And as you are doing a global program and the listeners, it would be interesting for them to hear that. In the subcontinent, there are certain limitations of the careers you chose and, and how you move forward from there, right? So as I was not good in maths, the chartered account was right out the window. The next easiest step was, was dentistry because I was good in biology. Overall, in terms of, right, it's the fact that in terms of mentorship, in terms of coaching, we are not exposed as much as the different parts of the world are. I hopped onto the dentistry bus and, and completed my dentistry with flying colors. I was a good dentist, Mike, by the way. Oh, wow. So, you're love-hate relationship with math led you to becoming one of one of the best dentists there is probably in pakistan but that's quite interesting to note what did you realize about being a dentist that you carry with you in your current journey right now towards becoming yet another version of yourself i don't want to preempt it but you know what has dentistry taught you so far Okay, so dentistry has helped me along the way. It has given me a, a number of benefits, no doubt about that, because not uh, hyped up dentistry as well, but at the same time, it has taught me about human biology, uh, how it works, why it works, what are the issues if, if you, you are going through that, how to overcome that. It has helped me along the way in terms of respect it gave me and all of that. As you said, I had another version in myself and that was the training part, the learning and organization development part. And somewhere down the line, so I have always been a teacher in my community. Uh, I belong from an Aga Khan community, so I've always been a teacher in that. And while I was doing my dentistry, I was also doing my teaching and my coaching. Uh, mm. not, not the coaching we do, Mike. This is like the tuition centers we, we run over here. Once I completed my dentistry, there was a huge personality clash. Mm. The, the certain life, there's a certain lifestyle of every profession, right? Yeah. And dentistry was a profession where my lifestyle was not accustomed to what uh, the dentists were living. There was no conflict uh, of, of sorts, but 
I don't know, but maybe somewhere down the line, I realized that this is this is not my cup of tea. I'm an avid reader. I read a lot of books, and I always think, and I want to share that with the with the listeners of your podcast as well, that your profession does not define you. You define your profession, and you define who you are. And it can be a multiple of different professions amalgamated together to become the best version of yourself, right? So that's where I wanted to switch, and I, I that's where I faced a lot of challenge. Just by the way, that is quite interesting. Arif, how long were you practicing dentistry full time before you felt that this wasn't exactly for you? Because a lot of our listeners right now may be experiencing the same thing. You know, they are succeeding in their current space. They have a career that they've always, you know, gotten used to from the beginning, or they have. You know, a job that they've been settling in for the longest time, they, but they are afraid to start all over again to shift careers for the fear of not making it. How long before you felt that you know, being a dentist? Because, hello, you're already a dentist. You have a doctor before your name, and some people would kill for that. So, yeah. what made you really? What what helped you realize in the process? If you talk about the timeline, the timeline was not much. I practiced for two and a half years before moving into the LNOD. But people who are going through this, they can understand that every single day is like ten years on a job role you don't like, right? So two and a half years was like an infinity for me. During that time, I had my jobs. I was doing well. So money was coming in. The respect was there. And and again, I don't want to badmouth any profession. It's just that it was not me. And the listeners who are who are right now listening to this amazing podcast, I just want to say, hey, it's better than the regret you will have at the end of your life. Just for to take a chance at right now where you are. And what you want to do, just diving into that would have a self-satisfaction of its own. Yes, there are a lot of limitations. Yes, there is fear. Yes, there is uncertainty. I have gone through my entire late twenties, early thirties into this uncertainty of what I'm trying to do. Will I be the best version of myself? And I've gone through that for like a good six, seven years. It's not like in months, Mike. You are a dentist coming into an HR field, being in the training and the learning field, having no experience at all, and then the status quo. Like people ask who you are, what you are, what have you studied, answering them, answering your family members because, as you said, uh, being a doctor, people would kill for that, right? So yeah. imagine that you are the only uh, child in your family, like the only son. And has completed his doctors, and then he comes up to their parents and says, "Hey, uh, Papa, Mama, listen. Yes, dentistry, it's all good, but I want to explore something else. Imagine, imagine in a middle-class family in a subcontinent, how repercussions I must have faced. But yeah, uh, people who are listening to me, it's better than the regret you're gonna have at the end of your life. So, whatever you're trying to do." Just hop onto that bus, and and remember one thing: it is not the profession which defines you; it is you who defines what you are, right? So something it's it's the reverse of what people think or the the status quo right now is. 
uh, I love what you said, and let me just get back to to that very relatable situation wherein a certain person would tell his family that he wants a shift in his career. That is one terrifying experience, especially for someone who's a doctor, right? Um, you know, the initial reaction of people would be, "Are you crazy? You studied long and hard for this one. You got your license." Every other person on the street would want your job. So how did you handle that? Because right now you might be inspiring a lot of our listeners by actually hearing it from someone who did it. And trust me, I also know how it felt because I left my marketing and advertising career just to be a coach, and everyone told me I was crazy. <laughs> so I can definitely relate to that. But how was your experience? What was going through your head then? It was like now or never. It was something on those lines that I made up my mind. It was not like a hunky dory situation where I thought, "Oh, I have become a doctor now. Let's explore another career." It was never like that.、Mm. It was like that I had enough of something I did not love. I had enough of something I didn't want to pursue、mm. my entire life. And I still remember one of my friends、uh, in in university said to me, and he is a dentist as well. Uh, and he said to me, "Arif, you invested your five years into one particular profession, and you're not. So if you change your career, you are gonna waste that five、mm. years." And I still remember my answer, and I and it was a spontaneous one. I never practiced it. And I said to him, "I wasted my five years, but I because of this five years, I don't want to waste my next fifty years just to、wow. make sure." <laughs> Yeah,、uh, just to make sure that I I fully utilize this five years, man. And and again, people who are listening to me, it's not easy.、Uh, it's stressful. It's it's difficult.、Mm. If it have, if it have been easy, everyone could have done that, right?、Mm-hmm. So it's difficult. But the mindset was, it's now or never. I have to move out. If I don't move out, and it's a very interesting、um, story, by the way. Uh, I went up to my dad and mom, and I said, "Listen, I want. I don't want to do dentistry." And、uh, my dad is really strict,、mm-hmm. so he said, "Oh, uh huh, okay, cool, okay. I'm a progressive father, so I can understand that. It's your choice, cool."、Mm-hmm. So then, if not dentistry, what do you want to do? And my answer was, "I don't know." Oh wow! I don't know what I don't want to do, but I am certain that dentistry is not something I want to pursue. And and he completely lost it, but that's another story.、Uh, I can imagine, but,、yeah. but of course,、uh, with due respect to your father, he only wanted what was best for you. Yeah, yeah. So he was pretty okay with that. That when I said I don't want to pursue dentistry, he was okay with it. But the time、mm. I said I don't know what I want to pursue, that's where the horror movie started, man. Let's take it from there, Arif, because. A lot of people actually know what they don't want, but have a hard、yeah. time figuring out what they really want, and that's the interesting、yeah. part there. So, how did you eventually figure out what you wanted, and how long did it take you? Okay, so again, I was blessed in that domain. So, if you want to find anything,、uh, Mike, what do you do? You start exploring. Mm-hmm. So for good one one and a half year, I attended every single seminar, conference, 
session online on ground irrelevant of the department irrelevant of the domain i was in that particular conferences and seminars so it it was related to hr lnod marketing i still remember i attended a tech conference for no reason whatsoever <laughs> uh, i went out full fledged understanding if i don't want to do dentistry i need to have some answers because mm. it's not about giving answers to people it's about giving answers to yourself yeah. because at one certain time you self doubt you you talk to yourself what is wrong with you you are done with your dentistry continue with that you have done with your marketing or and advertising continue with that mm-hmm. so you need to understand along the way that you have to explore you need to have exposure you get out talk to people and once you see their job description you understand what they do day in and day out and that's why you that's where you compare your personality or your likes or dislikes or like marcus buckingham says uh, the strength areas right you are you identify your strength areas and then you move forward so i stumbled upon one of the conferences uh, it was a youth leadership conference uh, there were multiple speakers over there and and whatever they were saying it bounced back so hard uh, from my from my personality that i decided that this is a place i was not convinced but i said this is a profession i would like to explore i got onto that bus and i never left that bus up till now so it has wow. been a good 8 years i have continued my my training my coaching uh, in the meanwhile i completed my mba my education continued then on to the profession i chose for the rest of my life yeah that, that's so amazing and admittedly yes uh starting all over again from scratch is one yes. humbling experience uh what yep. made you finally decide that it was learning and development for you you mentioned about you know hearing those speakers and every single word that they said was hitting home What was it about yeah. that that made you say okay. that this is what I want? Okay, so uh, Mike, you also know there is this uh, concept of Johari window, yes. right? Now, what happened was that Johari window happened to me. So mm. once I bounced back, I decided to get into the LNOD, uh, Learning and Organization Development. I started my career, mm-hmm. and within three months, I got my first project. and it was a multinational in pakistan and uh, i i did that session i was nervous i had no clue and people over here who are listening and who are from this profession they know it was a typical suicide of a career because if you are not prepared and you are getting into a multinational it's gonna backfire and backfire very badly so i went in i did my gig i completed my training uh, it was on team harmony i still remember i came back the next day the head of hr called up and i i still remember when the call came i was like arif you are done your career mm-hmm. is done he's going to just tear you apart and he called me up and he said hey listen arif your session was really nice can we have five more wow. uh, for different department and and that's where so the jahari window happened so there's one time you realize that something is some there is a strength area in you but mm-hmm. then the repeat business the people feedback 
your your colleagues feedback comes into play and and during my course of my career i received a new, numerous amount of feedbacks testimonials uh, from my my clients from my people saying you are good at this right so i knew the people knew johari window happened i move forward and that's such an amazing thing to be in and the space you're in oh my god you are really blessed arif my friend on that note though uh, of course there would be you know struggles along the way what was the biggest yes. challenge that you had to face when you transition to this new career of yours. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Okay, so uh, the biggest challenge was I had to leave every single human being for a good number of time like good good months number of months because everyone was questioning me perhaps that was my darkest days my girlfriend was questioning me my family was questioning me my girlfriend who is now my wife just by the way yay. uh yeah so, so uh, my friends were questioning me there was not a single person with me who said hey are whatever you're trying to do just go for that so that alone feeling mm. was perhaps the biggest challenge i had to fight with myself telling myself that every piece of the puzzle will come back and fit in the right place if i just give that enough time but that initial one year or two years of my career where no one believed in me it was make or break if i could have continued for like another 2 3 months i might have gone back to my dentistry and started oh. all over again but that good one year one and a half i can't explain in words how uh, how difficult it was for me pull myself every single day out of the bed and telling myself this is something you can do and this is something you can achieve because apparently in pakistan there was no dentist or doctor for that matter who moved into a training and speaking a keynote speaking or coaching Whoa, area congratulations yep i i explored so there was a, there was a lot of doctors who went into the pharmaceuticals and become mm-hmm. product managers or business managers of sorts yeah. but nobody came into the training in od field now so technically i was the first one i was bearing the burden right now i can brag about that but at that moment of time brother it was i can't explain it was really really difficult as a you yes i i can imagine but look at you now fast forward did i get it right 8 years after 8 years yep 8 years after 8 years after what is the most rewarding thing about what you do arif that kept you going and that helped you become one of the most in demand trainers in pakistan right now there were two things which kept me going the number one was creating difference in people's life and i know i know it sounds really cliche uh, and and helping out people and stuff but i have seen people improving their professional lives i have seen people improving their businesses their family their time management stress management conflict resolution i have seen people grow 
after my mm-hmm. training and consulting and coaching so that's one of that part is most rewarding for me that i am in a profession where i can create a difference but at the same time earn enough money to support my family right so that's the first part the second part is as i said mark is booking him strength based assessments so if if you are working on your strength there are three things and you know better than me one the time goes by and you are in your zone and you don't know how the time went second you are good at that third people say you are good at that you have fun doing it so if you wake me up 3 in the morning i can train without a presentation or a manual if you if you just caught me off guard and say listen i want to have coaching i don't want to prepare i i don't want to prepare for it right i'm just ready for it while i am i am having fun at what i do i'm good at doing and people say i'm good at doing and at the same time creating difference in people lives that's a beautiful combination of what you can have as a profession as as your livelihood as your bread and butter where you are happy and you see that you make people happy i can definitely relate to that waking up every single day inspired and be able to work yep. wherever i please i to, i tell my wife that uh, i i am living a dream that every day i wake up and i i pursue my dream because when i was moving from dentistry Mm-hmm. Uh, and wanted to become a trainer i always aspired to become one of the best in the business right and mm-hmm. within a short span of time you know mike 8 years is not a big deal right but in a short span of time the height i received i i still tell my wife sometime that in the morning it will happen like you will pinch me up and say hey your clinic is waiting back to your dentistry right mm-hmm. so something on those lines the dream i live on every single day and i can't i can't explain in words how it feels once you take that leap of faith and it pays off you deserve it my friend so have you achieved all those in a span of 8 years what's next for you i want to be honest over here i'm aspiring this from you my friend and that is to become a global entity right you will uh, be you are right now i am i am i i agree to that but i want to expand uh, my domain from so right now i i try i have trained people or i'm coaching people in good six countries right now mm-hmm. uh but i want to expand that i want to become a global influencer i want to be someone and not not that instagram influencer but someone in the <laughs> learning and ot field with all due respect to the Inst- instagram influencers i just mm-hmm. want to, my, my alignment my vision for the next 10 years is to at least at least touch 50 countries and touch 50 people from 50 countries in terms of learning uh, training coaching and uh, sharing my point of view sharing my challenges or sharing my life lessons with them in terms of they grooming for themselves that's my aim for the next 10 years I can see that all happening my friend and you got me to support you know where you will make that happen I am glad I'm glad Mikey Yes thank you course. so much Uh don't mention it you've been a wonderful you know friend and my one of my favorite rooftop bar companies <laughs> in Bangkok but for the sake of our, our listeners uh, again uh, Arif and I were classmates 
in our coaching uh, program that we attended in Bangkok. So we hanged out afterwards yeah. uh, with our other classmates, and it was one of the best times in our lives when we were just beginning to coach a couple of years back. Yes. Um, Arif, right yeah. now, um, before we end this, what important lessons can you actually share to our listeners who are about to transition to what they're meant to be? Those who are about to leave their jobs because they feel that they're meant to be someone else. What can you tell them? So, uh, now that that you have placed me in that tough spot because when I was doing that transition, I had no life lessons. Uh, snapshotting it down to the past, I can share three lessons for the listeners right now. Number one, never doubt yourself. If you think you are good at something, if you think that you can achieve that, no matter what people say, get into that, get your hustle on, keep grinding until you make it. There is, you can rest, never quit. That's my first uh, lesson for you guys, right? So it has been long, long nights for me. I have worked 18 hours, 20 hours a day without rest, but eventually I made it. I Yes, I took my rest, but never quit. Secondly, you need to create your vision for three years, five years, 10 years and check again and again. Don't get into that rut because even if you switch, you have to make it happen and you have to make it happen big. So for example, if Mike got into coaching and training, he had to make it big and he did. If I switched, I wanted to make it big. I just don't want it to switch my career. I wanted to become one of the best and that's what I want you to do as well. Create your three years vision, five years vision, and make sure that you're achieving that. Last but not the least, be kind and be humble to people around you because every single person on this earth is fighting their own battles and you have no clue about it. As you are transitioning into a new career path, maybe if someone is struggling from their family matters, someone is struggling from their spiritual matters, every single person is fighting a battle. Be kind to people around you because when you be kind, the nature becomes kind to you as well to achieve your goal. These are the three learnings I want to share. Wow, so inspiring, my friend. And there you have it, guys. We have Dr. Arif Pierali, the Global Manager of Learning and Organizational Development of the Aga Khan University Hospital and one of the top trainers in Pakistan right now. So thank you very much, Arif, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Mike, for inviting me. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. We look forward to having you again soon. And now for our listeners, if you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. It's under Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. And I would like to take this opportunity also to thank my podcast management group, Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, and my producer, Jamie, for this wonderful episode. You can also follow me on my social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube as well. So before we go, I'd like to remind you once more, wherever you are right now in your life, always remember that it's okay. Simply because you're on your way to becoming your own hashtag best me ever. My name is Coach Mike Sellis. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. 
Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcast and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com.